With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. to the show all right everybody welcome to adam anthony and jeff's vinyl yeah, <laughs> no, no dustin huh we are without dustin today dustin had some personal business he had to take care of so we are going to attempt to hold down the fort so how are you guys doing pretty good yeah, doing all right yeah yeah hot out there in la right now oh yeah it's real hot Humid, yeah, hot and humid. See, it's been pretty nice here the last couple of days. In fact, in the evening, it has yeah. been like in the mid-60s. Oh, well, you know, let's check back in December and see uh, where you want to be. I live in the now, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll cross that bridge when I get to it, but everything is going pretty good. Yeah, I love uh, Adam's shirt. Yep, Dark oh, Side yeah, of the Moon. Enjoyed. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite one. Dark Side of the Moon. Everybody loves the Wall. I don't. I don't care for the Wall. Dark Side of the Moon's the. You one. don't care for it. I don't love it. Wow. I think it's the production sounds like two eighties. Hmm. Um. I mean, wow. I don't know how you can say that hmm. when you think about like. Okay, so take a song like "Comfortably Numb." I'm yeah, not. That song's okay. great. Uh, there's a couple great. of exceptions. But the lead in it is insane. Yeah. Um, I think when you take a song like Run Like Hell, um, yeah. uh, Into the Flesh, I mean, there are so many songs. Maybe over time, it feels a little played out or a little played. It's but long. If, it's a little long. It's long, but well, think the about it. The production is not my favorite. I don't like the sound of the album. Wow. So I, it's a little wow. off-putting That's... for me. Yeah, it's off-putting. No. Yeah, compared to Dark Side of the Moon, which is like perfect. I mean, Dark Side of the Moon, I think, is a Desert Island top five any genre album. I think when you look at, I think we've done this before on shows, Adam. But I think when you look at bands that have put out two consecutive albums, two consecutive, I think Dark Side of the Moon and Wish You Were Here. Yeah. I think you would have to really it's odd you would have to you'd really have to search to find me three that are going to top that i think when you go three albums i've always maintained it was springsteen right. doing born to run born to run dark side of the moon and uh, uh darkness on the edge of town I, oh no in the river right right um well pink floyd also so you got Dark Side of the Moon. You got Wish You Were Here right after that. You have Animals after that, which is a pretty good album, too. And then Yeah, but uh, if you would have thrown in, Adam, sorry, but if you would have thrown in The Wall after Animals, I think that would be the top three. I think Animals, though it's a good album, I think commercially didn't sell like The like the Wall. Oh, did. you take that into – I forgot. I forgot because you worked in the biz. I do. You uh, always take into – that's always like a um, – a negative for you if it didn't sell well you're like well you can't consider it one of the greats <laughs> you would have been one of those guys years ago that would have been like pinkerton what a I loved pinkerton. what a bad, what a waste of time it. that was didn't even sell but it, but it on the flip side it did it, it, it took eventually. a while it yeah, took about yeah. three years for it to find its audience but, but eventually initially it, it was a, a flop so you but would I have got been it like, right away in, well, b back in those days, right, an, a band might have had 
if it was your first album and you didn't sell, you would drop right away for the most yeah. part, unless they really believed in you. Okay, uh, you you certainly didn't get paid. No, and you're probably but, and, and you're probably working in the red. But what changed? Because I don't know if it, it was something that was happening while you were uh, a suit. But if you go back, so this is we're talking Pinkerton '96. But if you go back to when Led Zeppelin was first putting out albums. The record label gave them what three chances? The first album didn't the, sell. Second album didn't sell. The label no, was I mean, like, "Come they, on, they, we, they, we believe in you guys." You had no. You had to make your money, and you make your money. I'll give you. I'll give you an example. So there was a band. You're not going to know the name of this band. They were called New Man. You guys okay. know New Man? No. No. Not no. Newman. New Man. New Man. And they had won. Uh, this is in the '80s. They had won. I think the best of Boston. And they were like really hype, and they, everyone was, you know, the AR guys were expecting big things out of them, and they put money. And the way it would work is, Anthony, like, say we assign you, and we assign you a number, and you're gonna, we, you have a budget, and you gotta make back on your budget. Now, you can spend it any way you want. You can play all the instruments and pay yourself, you can pay some great uh, musicians, you could exceed the budget, okay? And you can either take your bicycle to the studio, or you can take car service, or you can take a limo. You can order in, or you can have someone cook for you and save yourself. Okay, you're you're going to spend the money the way you're going to spend the money, and you're going to send the receipts into the uh, in, into the record company, which is where I came in. Okay, but here's the other thing: suppose your budget's a million dollars, and you went say million five. You're not seeing a penny until we make a million five back. Now, okay. New Man was supposed to make. You know, be at least uh, a gold record, which would have been uh, five hundred thousand copies. I think in total they may have sold about sixteen to twenty thousand. They don't make their money back. The out the record company loses faith in them, and they're done. You never hear from them again. I'm sure the musicians go on and either become studio musicians or they bounce around and do you know go into other bands. But this happens all the time about bands you never saw. If yeah. it's a band that you see potential, I mean, with Zeppelin. Page already had this great reputation. John Paul Jones was the most sought out uh, studio musician and Plant was was you know, you could the talent was obvious. So but they still, were gonna they be weren't successful. two at least two albums didn't sell well. So why it sold well enough. <laughs> but I think if if those albums came out in the nineties or like today, they would have been dropped. Well, I think today the record the whole record business is completely different. And it's different because back in those days, you put out an album and that's how you made your money. Mm -hmm. And you toured to support that money because you got mm -hmm. points on the album. Yeah. So if you were a guy, like there was a bidding war after, suppose like it was like uh, I worked for CBS, which was Columbia Epic Associated Labels. Competition was uh, record labels like uh, Atlantic, Warner okay. Brothers. Okay. Suppose we're in competition with you. We, you know, we want to grab you. Um, we may give you a three record deal. So you have to, you have time to find your legs a little bit. I mean that's what oh, happened with yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what happened with Billy Squire. Yeah, Billy. The famous <laughs> Billy Squire. Billy <laughs> Squire. Yeah. The first album it, it did it didn't sell the way they had hoped but there was potential there. They saw they saw the 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 potential, you know, they 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 saw the talent was, was until obvious. he started dancing in his music videos. That's right. And I really wish I sat in on that show last then week. They lost all faith. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about how it's not really a conspiracy theory. You know what? I was on Jameson's show last night, and we brought that up. <laughs> about the video. About the video, and and how the and how the video did ruin his career. I mean, listen, you could say he got he got a. Uh, um, uh, money and royalties because he was sampled, but he would have gotten that yeah. anyway. But you know, th th again, he had he, that that last album, "Emotions, Emotion," went to number eleven. The next highest charting album he had after that was sixty-one, and he only come up with another album since. He only had two albums, and that's it. He's done, ruined him. Don't make music videos, folks. That's the takeaway. You no, know, just play. <laughs> just play. If you, it, yeah, if you're not sure of the concept, just play. But whatever you do, 
don't keep your your fingers and, and elbows by your side. And just... <laughs> what do you think of this? You guys shooting this? You shooting this? Get how many how many cameras you got on me right now? <laughs> Great stuff. What do we have for random pulls this week, gentlemen? All right, let's see. So I uh, I'm gonna start out with uh, one for Anthony, one we were talking about last week. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Pavement, bright in the oh, corners. Oh, nice! And uh, so I think favorites. this is a uh, yeah, this this one and um, Wowie Zowie, I think. But um, love it. Wait, is that got, is uh, that the album that uh, you guys talked about last week? Anthony's song, um, "Cut Your Hair." No, that was uh, "Crooked album. Looks." Uh, "Crooked Rain," "Crooked Rain," "Crooked Rain." Uh, this is "Bright in the Corners." This has um, "Shady Lane," which I think, outside of "Cut Your Hair," was probably their second most known song. Yeah. That's uh, a great got, song. Yeah, it's got stereo, date with IKEA, great pavement record. And uh Where are you getting this stuff from, Adam? Uh this stuff is mostly just uh mostly record stores. Uh I have a couple you think? Amazon. I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I thought you went to IKEA and got it. Yeah, what record store did you get it from? Oh, uh, I think that all right, yeah, I think that one was that might have been Tunes. Uh, tunes in Hoboken, which oh, uh, oh, is that the one that's on that same street as that pizza place where you get the giant slices? Yeah, Benny you know Tobitos. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I know that record store. That's a great record store. I, I think the way you describe that pizzeria is called Any Town, New Jersey. Right. No, no, they're gigantic. <laughs> yeah, it's Benny Tobitos. They have uh, just it's like bigger than my slices. Head. <laughs> that's so cool that Anthony knows that. Yeah, I love that place. Wow. I used to hang out at Hoboken. A little bit. I mean, not all the time. <laughs> Hoboken's cool. It's just a pain in the neck to get to. Well, I had a car at that time. Even with the car, there's no parking. Yeah, you, you got to do... have a permit. To live, to yeah, to you ever do shows in Hoboken? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're fun. I don't know where just... I parked. I think I just parked like in, the, in a supermarket uh, 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 parking lot and just like hoped for the best. Yeah, I think I, I think I parked in Staten Island and what? <laughs> well, Hoboken, Hoboken used to have Maxwell's, which was right. uh, considered one of the greatest uh, small venues in the country, yeah. and um, and they shut it down. I think it was um, uh, early 2010 or, or some somewhere a little bit after, maybe it was like 2013, because there was no place to park, and uh, it was uh... there was a problem with a lot of artists getting uh, towed their their vans towed or. You know, it was tough, tough getting people out there. That that was the problem. That all you would get out there, like you said, nobody could park. A yeah. lot of shows, there were a lot of comedy shows that get canceled. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, that's where uh, that was where Springsteen filmed uh, "Glory Days," the video. Um, oh, Nirvana played there. Nirvana had a uh, something filmed there. Uh, the Replacements played there. They had um, uh, there's a Replacements album live from Maxwell's. A lot oh, of a wow. lot they of big. Yeah, a lot of a lot of big bands played there. Yeah, and who was it? I I used to see play there a lot. Um, oh, what was that guy? He he did the mo- the movie soundtrack for. Did, did you ever see the Folly Brothers movie Kingpin? Yeah, oh, yeah. I just watched yeah. that like a couple weeks okay. ago. Uh, I mean, I song... seen I saw it in the nineties, but I just watched it again. Yeah, the song was Bad Reputation. Freely Johnson. Freddie Johnson. Johnson was great. He was, you know, just like the quintessential singer-songwriter with, you know, hmm. with a guitar, not nothing, no big setup, no keyboards, not overly produced. But they were such like, like dark, melancholy, great, great songs. I don't remember. I don't remember him in the movie. You'll. I'm telling you, if I put on the, the songs, it'll yeah. take you back to the scenes, like the scene when he's looking at the bowling pin. And he's going, you know, he's going back. You know, it was a Kingpin's a great movie. Yeah. And there's there's a lot there's a, there's a lot of like really like like really like you know slap your knee moments in it. But the, like the sad part, like you know, like you know uh, Munson's backstory. Okay, when when they when they're illustrating that, that's Freddie Johnson. Oh, okay. What you else you got? Again now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so this is a this is a recent pickup. This is one that I um, I think this came out in 
might be like 85 i think 85 uh this was a uh uh this is a band that became big from uh uh, the Breakfast Club, Don't You Forget About Me, is their album right after it. Simple Minds, uh, oh, Once yeah. Upon a Time. This has got... Uh, all the things she li- said, right? All the things she said, Alive Great and Kicking, song. Sanctify Yourself. I really, uh, always really loved Alive and Kicking. It was actually a really great um, needle drop on uh, Eastbound and Down. on the I think it was the mm. finale, series finale. But uh, I also bought this because it's got, you see right there, it's got... Nobody beats the Wiz. Little sticker right oh, there. Oh man, I no. remember. Nobody beats the Wiz. Yep. <laughs> I used to that is, that's a very underrated album. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right, so uh, man, I gotta find a. Uh... All right, here we go. Um... <laughs> so Jeff, a while back, you said uh, you used to listen to Rush Twenty One Twelve, and uh, you and your French story with that. Yeah, you and your friends used to just uh, beat each other up uh, listening to it, right? <laughs> yeah, what we used to do, what we used to do was we would smoke a bowl, uh-huh. okay? Um, we would go into <laughs> it's going to sound so <laughs> it's not going to come out the way I wanted to. We would go into his <laughs> there'd be four of us, and we'd go into his <laughs> his parents' bedroom, go and they had this big bed. We would shut the lights, put on twenty one twelve, and fight. And <laughs> and the goal was fight. <laughs> and the goal was to be like the last person standing, and like you would get like punched in the head. You would get punched in the in the. I mean, you didn't know where the punches were coming from because one, we were stoned, and second, it would be like pitch dark, and you would just like try and throw someone off the bed. Wow, <laughs> that was like our wrestling ring. <laughs> was it like? Was 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 that your your? Did you have entrance music? Like, did you make a big entrance like the wrestlers do? Like, yeah, and you're, the the song's playing. No, and you come down to thing, the ring. No, none of us were really into WWF at the time, and it was WWF. Okay, mm-hmm. but we yeah, were just in, but we were just into smoking pot and fighting. Right. Okay. <laughs> Does it get? If we were eating pizza, that would be more, the most Staten Island thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like so, <laughs> but uh, no, I bring that up because this is uh, this is the album me and my friends used to drink beer in high school and beat each up, beat each other up to Rage Against the Machine. Oh, uh, the first uh, one, the first it's one, self-titled one. one, yeah. And uh, this That's one, um, I think it just, uh, yeah, twentieth anniversary, so it just came out. Uh, got this oh. one on Amazon. Uh, this one's got a, uh, I mean, it's got freedom. It's got bomb track on it. Uh, Bullet in the head, killing the name of, yeah. Yeah. This is a great album to get That's fired up to. That's a good one. I was today just listening to uh, Evil Empire, so it's interesting. That's great. Oh, yeah. They don't have a bad album. Maybe the and, one, what's the one with the covers? Oh, That uh, don't count. Yeah, okay, that doesn't count. All right, then then they don't have a bad one. Wait, so they had three, uh, three good ones, right? It was uh, the self-titled... Um, Eva Empire and then Battle of Los Angeles, I think, was the yeah. Really, if you think about it, they don't have a deep catalog. It's no. kind of it's kind of like seeing like Poison or Nirvana. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like that bands have these big rep- reputations, but when yeah. you even Guns N' Roses, you know, but you know, if they were to play live, they really can't mix up the set list too much because there's not a lot to choose from. No, Appetite for Destruction, Use Your Illusion. And that's about it. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Lies is basically covers. Yeah. 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 What do you got, uh, Ant? Okay, let's see. What do I have over here? I have... (laughs) Jeff loves this band. I got an album by The Breeders. I don't think I've ever showed this one. Have I? Mountain Battles? Have I showed this one to you guys? No. On the podcast? This I think you did, but out. I may have blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> this came out after Title TK. Same lineup as the Title TK album. This is my favorite Breeders lineup. Those two albums. Um, this came out in 2008, I believe. Um, and I have this. I I bought. I didn't know. Okay, so this is a Parquet Courts album. Uh, this is called... Uh, what is this? monastic living um 
and I, I like the artwork. It's pretty cool. Got some some pretty cool artwork. So, you know, and I, I, I really enjoy parquet courts, so I, I, I brought this home. I, I put it on, and it's just noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's like experimental noise jams uh, the whole way through. So, uh, you know, I was hoping they had some songs on this yeah. one. No songs on this one, just noise. You know, I like sh- that they do that, but I wish I would. They should put on. There should be a sticker that says, "This is just noise." <laughs> when you brought up the album, and yeah. I saw the colors, I thought you were gonna really throw like a a, a total one eighty in here. I thought that was gonna be Adam. Tell me you don't see it. Like just look at half the album. I thought that was going to be uh, Genesis Abacab. Oh. oh, Genesis, yeah. And I was like, wow, Anthony is, is going to actually do something commercial that may have made a little bit of money that more than 100 people listen to. Also, maybe almost looks like, I know it's completely different, but maybe almost looks like the Invisible Touch Genesis. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it was. Invisible Which I actually Touch. really like. Yeah, but if, of course actually. it has to be parquet courts. <laughs> 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 well, I would, you know, I don't have it, but I would buy Invisible Touch on vinyl I got I know it's I know it's lame but I uh, I got a soft spot for that for Same that here I, I like Genesis better than Phil Collins solo hmm I think that, well I like that one album more than um, that one solo, album the I one think. with Susudia or the one oh, with no jacket required or uh, face uh, face value Oh well, I mean, I, I mean, Invisible Touch. I I like that album more than his his solo stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's great. Or, it's a great album. Well, speaking of Genesis, there we go. Oh, oh wow, that's so. Yeah, so uh, Peter Gabriel. Um, I mean, this is a perfect album front to back. Have Sledgehammer. So, yep, second song on here. Sledgehammer. You got <clears> Red Rain. Song. You got Big Time. You got uh, In Your Eyes. Uh, this is a great, absolutely great album. I don't think, think I've ever listened to the album all the way through. I gotta, I gotta check it out. Cause Sled- I mean, I love that. Sledgehammer. You named three tracks before you got to "In Your Eyes," and all of them were huge hits. So that just goes to show you what a big album that was. It's all about hits with you. And uh, this, you, this got, has, you gotta make uh, money. It's, that's <laughs> the reason Anthony they called show business. <laughs> they don't call it show losing money. <laughs> Wait, this one's got uh, "Don't Give Up" on it, which I think is Kate Bush, right? Is that a? Is it? Uh, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. This this is gonna sound really good for the people listening to this on Yeah, special thanks to Kate Bush. Yeah. Mm. Just listening to nothing. (laughs) I I have this one. I don't have I ever showed this one on the show? Document REM. Oh, that's another good one. Love REM. One of my favorite REM albums. This uh I don't know. I bought this at Name a flea the hits. market. The hits, end of the world. See, end of the world as we know it. Um, the one I love. That's those are two big hits. Uh, those are probably the biggest hits on here. Yeah, see, that all made money. Yeah. It's supposed to be a rare copy. I don't know. Master disc etched. I don't know. Something's etched, but I don't see it. It's, it's, it could have been a promotional album. It might be promotional. Yeah, because sometimes uh, they're giving away to the record uh, stations, uh, colleges, and you know that's what usually etched would be. But it looks like it's an original, original press from the '80s. Those are some pretty good pulls you guys just had to, right now. Yeah. So it is summertime, and we'll you know we'll kind of like do the back half of this show, really talking about like the summer. Some, you know, when you think about summertime and music, you think about summer concerts. 
and I just wanted to go over it's like some of the, the summer contests that I saw and you know then talk about what maybe you guys had seen and what you know what, what you think about when it comes to summer concerts so since we've been on the air together um i saw a bunch of bands you know because they were like these kind of like uh package shows so one the the first one uh was i saw the brett michaels potty gras and it really is like what you think it is it's a lot of fun it's high energy it's bands doing like their best stuff and to kick things off, you had the Jefferson Starship, oh, and no. <laughs> okay, but it's it, you have one original member who was in the airplane, and that is eighty-four-year-old rhythm guitarist David Freeberg. Okay, wow. he's still in the band, and he's playing, and he's singing, and he's singing like the uh, like when they do um, the Jefferson Air uh, Starship stuff mm-hmm. or just Starship stuff. He's singing the Mickey Thomas uh, parts, which Mickey Thomas is one of the all-time great voices. And, you know, listen, the guy's 84 years old. You know, God bless him. They're still doing it. But he's not doing justice to these songs. And, <laughs> you know, and, then, and then by comparison, you have the kid in the group, uh, Donald Baldwin, who is 72 years old, who's playing drums. But then you got the neophyte who's in her fifties, Kathy Richardson, who is singing all the Grace Slick parts. Yep. And she is great. Uh, she has this total Janis Joplin vibe. They come out, they do maybe six, seven songs. You know every single one of them, and it was they were pretty decent. Wait, they only do six or seven songs? They go That's six. The whole show? No, for them, they're set. And then it's a quick turnover. And then you have Night Ranger coming out, okay? Oh, and, oh yeah, because it's like a big uh, festival. Everybody's doing right. like thirty minutes or something. Yeah, so you have Night Ranger, which is uh, still you got the original guys and Jack Blades and Brad Gillis and Kelly Keighley. They, well, their big Night hits Ranger. were uh, when you close your eyes, Sister Christian. Oh, Sister um, Christian, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me you love me. The drummer me wrote that you. one. Huh? S- the drummer wrote Sister Christian about his sister. You know, it's true. <laughs> It's yeah. true, um, no, and then they did, they did some damn Yankee stuff. They did uh, um, high enough. Uh, they did an, another one. Um, I wish they would have done come again, but they didn't do that. Did um, coming of age? They did, um, which was which was pretty good. Um, but they were great. They were they were they were the one of the most surprising bands I've seen in a long time. That that these guys are in their late fifties. And they are still running around the stage, and they sound better than they've ever done before. I mean, Brad Gillis, I mean, people just don't talk about him enough as a guitar player. You, you may have known him in the 80s. He he was the first guitar player filled in after Randy Rhodes passed away. Okay. Um, so, I mean, he's really accomplished, and he's been in Night Ranger ever since. And they are really just a tight band with a lot of hit songs. And they came out, and they do about eight songs, and then they're done. Uh, and then Brett Michaels comes on, and what he does, he's not doing like a full, like he'll come out and do three songs. Then he brings Mark McGrath out from Sugar Ray, <laughs> who, who does uh, he comes out and does uh, every morning, okay. Every morning. And then, then he fly. comes out. Then, he, he comes back later on and does it, okay. Uh, then, but then he he does his one song. He leaves. Brett comes back on, does another two songs. Brings uh, Steve Algeri out, who used to sing in Journey, Journey. For, you know, after Steve Perry. And he does um, separate ways. Brett comes back on, does another couple of songs, brings Steve back on, and he does two more Journey songs, including uh, the big one. Um, uh, what's the Soprano song again? Don't stop oh, don't stop believing. believing. Don't stop believing. And it's you know that and any way you want it. And the place is going crazy. It's going crazy. And then at the end, everybody comes on. All the bands: Night Ranger, uh, Steve wow. Algeri, Mark McGrath, uh, Starship. Uh, the impractical jokers come out. Um, Jameson, Eddie Trunk, you know they're all out on stage and everyone's jamming and they're doing "Sweet Home Alabama" to end the show. Oh. <laughs> now this would be—I loved it. This is Anthony's worst nightmare. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You um, got Journey. I, you got uh, "Sweet Home Alabama." Right. This is n- this is not for you. 
Uh, this is where th- I go, ooh, let's beat the traffic. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I kind of did that. Once I saw it, I was like, I, yeah, I, I, I did beat the traffic. And then uh, last week, I got to see uh, Howard Jones. Do you know who Howard Jones is? Yeah. No. Howard did, Jones was... Uh, I was yeah, going to say, he did uh, Everlasting Love. He did... Um... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was the... It's uh, a great song. Thing, things Can Only Get Better. Things um, Can Only Get Better. I thought his highlights were songs like What Is Love, yep. No One Is To Blame. Okay? Now, I fl- I'm watching the show, and he opens up. Now, the show's supposed to start at 7. He comes on at 6.50. And... <laughs> Okay, because you know he wanted he wanted to start early, and he's the first band on, but he's going to be play longer than the middle band. Now I was in the uh, Live Nation VIP uh, area, I was in that tent, having like a great time, and all of a sudden, like he's not starting to speak already, is he? I was like, that, is that a recording? And like you can see on the screen, you know, uh, Howard Jones comes out. So I I kind of rush over and I go to uh, watch the show, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, man, this bass player seems so familiar and it was nick biggs do you guys know who nick biggs is nope I don't. okay no. nick biggs used to be in a band called kajagoogoo and okay. kajagoogoo had a monster hit with a song called too shy mm-hmm. now as a musician anthony that bass line is considered one of the most uh complex bass lines to play in pop and too and, shy yeah listen to the hmm. go on go on youtube and watch bass players try to cover it and talk about it. And they all really fawn over what a great bass line this is. And and I'm watching them, and that's who it was. Nick Biggs is, is in the band, and they wound up doing Too Shy. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool. That was I don't remember really... the bass line in that song, but i got to check it out. Yeah, I wish we could play it on here, that because I would love to get your analysis on it. So he, he does his set. Uh, he does maybe about 40 minutes. And then Berlin comes on. Oh, Berlin. She still sounds and looks tremendous. And that band, I don't know if they got younger or if they, you know, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but they they play hard. Now, I wish Dustin was here because they did the Metro, which is my favorite song. They opened up with song. Masquerade. But you know what they did the second to last song? She Sells Sanctuary. Oh, wow. The Cult. Oh, The Cult. Yeah. They rock and it was a. It wasn't like like some like 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 watered down version of the song. It was like it was just as hard as the cult plays it. They were really good. And then closing the show, which was the the headliner, which was the most disappointing band of the night, Culture Club. Oh, and Culture Club. Uh, it's uh, Boy George. Yeah, who could still yeah. sing? Sings yeah. in a little different case. And you know, listen, guys in his his uh, late fifties, early sixties. Yeah. Okay. Uh looks great. Um still could sing, but sings a little bit low. So some of the arrangements were a little different. Yeah. Especially Do You Wanna Hurt Me? But Comic Chameleon and Time were two songs that really kind of stood out to me. And this weekend is gonna be my first weekend since I can't even think that I am not doing comedy. But Friday night I am doing uh Metallica with um uh Who's who the bands on that show? Do you remember Adam? Pantera and Mammoth. Yeah, well, let's go Pantera, okay? Because right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pan- yeah be- there's nobody. Who's just the singer, right? It's the singer and the bass player, and you know, uh, and I, oh, it was a Jake Wild, uh, right? Zach Wild, Zach Wild, oh, Zach Wild. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Zach I heard Wild was... and the, and the drummer uh, from uh, from Anthrax are uh, in oh, the band. Oh, okay. So it's almost kind of like a almost like a Pantera tribute band in a way. Yeah, but, they shouldn't call it. I mean, whatever. People are but, excited to go, so call it whatever you want. And again, I wish Dustin was here because doing shows with Dustin, when they have walk-up music, he usually yeah. walks up to a Pantera song. Walk? No. Oh. Come I mean, that's cat. perfect. What song do you want to you, walk up to? Walk. If, <laughs> if it's Dustin, it's Cow- Cowboys <laughs> from Hell. Da, da, da. Oh, all cow- oh, right, cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other Saturday the other night, one. yeah. And then Saturday night, I'm bringing up and uh, hosting the uh, Smithereens at Audie's in uh, oh, French Town. Who also are not the original Smithereens. No, but who the singer is on I Saturday forget. night? Who is it? Who well, they have? they flip flop on oh. this show. It's oh, they have be the Mar- Jim Blossoms guy sometimes. Well, that's why I saw him with a, a couple of months ago. But this 
time, it's going to be Marshall Crenshaw. Huh. Okay. Okay. So that that's like my summer. Yeah, so that's my summer music so far. What do you What are you guys doing as far as live music? <laughs> no, everyone, don't one? jump into that. You got I mean, come on, you. I well, didn't yeah, you just I, see some? Uh, go ahead. You yeah, saw well, the, I mean, uh, go ahead. Tell me what you saw. Well, yeah, I saw I saw the struts. Um, we were talking about that on the Thank last show. Um, okay. And uh, you know what? I actually wanted to get your opinion on this too. Um, so, uh, and I, what's the? I, I can't believe I'm completely blanking on this. But what's the name of the uh, the lead singer of the Struts? Uh, um, I'm, I'm, uh, what's his Strat. name? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm I'm thinking Julian Casablancas, but it's not. That's, no, that's the, the uh, Strokes. That's the Strokes. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Named I, after the Billy Squire song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! We, uh, you know we had the same problem last week. I should I should have remembered this. Um, I think you should have wrote this down. Man. Yeah. A Luke. But, Luke Spiller. Uh, it's Luke. I think that's right. That I'm, sounds. I know it's right. Yeah. Uh, but he's still. Uh, <laughs> he's still looking it up. He's still looking it up. <laughs> it's it's. It's I think Luke. That's right. It's Luke. All right, I can't find it, but yeah, I think I think it's right. Luke. <laughs> Um, no, so so he comes back out on stage toward. <laughs> so, so Luke comes out towards the uh, the end of the show. Uh, he comes out solo and uh, he sits at the piano. He's got a little um, uh, Freddie Mercury kind of like little uh, Funko Pop sitting on the uh, the piano. He talks about um, how they formed in 2015 and it's been like a hard road for them because you know rock music in 2015 wasn't really there wasn't much at that point. Um, you know everything was kind of more hip-hop or pop you know around that time but you know we had that kind of revival that um i, I thought there was more interest in rock towards maybe like 2018 2019 like right before the pandemic uh now that you said they're starting to build up um their audience and um but but the thing is like i'm wondering like do you think they would have been a bigger band if they had come out say like mid 2000s when you had bands like the hives or you had bands like the darkness or um you know or or now i guess you you really have just kind of greta van fleet in terms of like this oh, kind yeah. of sound i think they would if they came out in 2005 i think they would be rivaling foo fighters as yeah. as as a, as a major arena act because they have everything they have the songs. They have the look. They have the front man. Um, they don't have a bad album. Uh, I, I really think they 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 are the full package. They're yeah. a band that I think, along with a, another band like Rival Sons, that I just don't get why they're not bigger. I think a band like Dirty Honey. Dirty Honey is Aerosmith. You know, Greta Van Fleet is uh, Zeppelin. I think the Struts are like uh, the reincarnation of Queen. And I think yep. Luke is is Freddie Mercury, and you know if you're going to use a comparison, I think all these bands should be much bigger than they are. Yeah, I think that they could have if they had come out around 2005, they would arrival the Killers. I think that would be a, probably a yes a closer comparison too. Um, you know, because it, it is one of those bands that kind of they would they probably would have crossed over into uh, like more mainstream appeal. But um, but it's a great. I mean, they they. Uh, you know they played at Pier 17, which is an incredible venue. You know, you got why the, like, is that a good bridge. venue? Um, so it's at the top of uh, this. I think it's on the top of the South Street Seaport. You it have is. behind them because you have no, um, you know, you have no backdrop. So the backdrop is the actual Brooklyn Bridge back there, and it's just such a, uh, it's just such an incredible sight to see. I mean, there's, the, I think, like you know, um, prob probably the best outdoor. Um, for for scenery, probably the best outdoor venue in New York City. And what does it hold? Uh, concert go goers mostly. Right. <laughs> uh, it's got to be. Uh... <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to think of how many it's got. A. It's. Uh... It looks small. It is pretty small. It's. Um... Does it sold five thousand? No. Uh, it's got to be Smaller. less than five thousand. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, a, it's a rooftop. Like, it's, um, it looks like a rooftop. Yeah. Does it hold two thousand? 
I, I would say, uh, how many does Irving Plaza hold? Irving Plaza holds about, I'm going to say close to 2,000. Probably, probably around the same. Maybe because you got, because you got the floor and you got and you got a balcony. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's probably in that range. Maybe a little bit more. It's definitely not a Terminal Five, or it's not. Um, um, oh yeah, the Terminal Five has like three floors. Yeah, yeah or or like Brooklyn Steel. So, I am just shocked that they played that venue. I mean, because I think they're a bigger band than that. Oh yeah. And I had that I mean, feeling think, too, like being there. Um, it was that like, okay, this might be one of the last times you get to see the struts on like a mm. on a stage this kind of this small. Did they do multiple shows there? No, that was the only one. In fact, I think most artists only do one. I, D- Diana Ross played there uh, two years ago. Wow! So it's just for like the the exclusivity of it. I think that's what it is. You know, you'll get you'll get some stand up there. Um, you'll get. You'll, you'll get like older artists and then you'll get emerging artists who play there. It's it's a it's a real they do a real good job booking that venue. It's, it's a very very different type of uh you know uh lineup than say what what PNC and what Jones Beach brings in for an outdoor yeah. summer show. What about you Ant? anything going on in uh LA music wise that you're going I, to see? Sore? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm trying to think if there's a summer I haven't been to any concerts, which is I've played some, but I haven't been just to watch um, one that I I'll probably end up going in the fall, but it's happening this summer uh, as well in in Las Vegas. The B-52s are doing their oh, farewell, farewell uh, residency. I mean, I guess the, the tour part of it is over already, but they're doing a residency into the fall. Um, in Vegas, so I was thinking of going to that. Uh, I didn't want to go in the summer just because it's so hot in Vegas. So oh, I was yeah. thinking maybe yeah. September might be a little bit better. Uh, what's the other one? I think, and I think it's not happening till like October. But uh, as far as LA shows, I think the Breeders are coming. They're touring. Uh, they're doing why the thirtieth Why does this band always come up? Because I, I love them. They're one of my favorite bands. But it's the 30th anniversary of the last Splash album. So uh, I think they're playing... I, I live sort of near the uh, the Wiltern Theater. And I think that's where they're playing. Um, How big a venue is that? I'm not sure. It might also be like 2000. It's just like an old theater. You know, if you come out here in the fall, I saw in October, Morrissey's doing... Four shows. I love Morrissey. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm a huge Smiths fan. I am. I like loves... one song. I like Panic. I really like that song. That doesn't even make my top ten. I don't know if it makes. <laughs> I don't know if it makes my top twenty Smith songs. Wow. I am. I, I love the Smiths. I mean, I, you 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 know what I listen to. Yeah. But I but I think the Smiths are in my top ten of all time bands. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean that's how hard they are. I love them, and I, I love Mars. I was obsessed by Mars when I was a kid. Um, all right, so you know, uh, you know who else is doing a uh, residency out here? And I was actually just trying to pull it up to see when it is, but I think it is. It's either in September, late September, early October. Is uh, oh, it's uh, it's September. Uh, four show run at Brooklyn Steel Pavement. Whoa! Oh, there you go. <laughs> Pavement. Are you got to come to out. LA? Are they coming to LA at all? No, I think they already played LA. They only have a few tour dates left, and no, uh, four. Oh, I missed them in LA. Yeah, so four oh. dates: Brooklyn Steel, September 11th to the uh, 14th. This man, Dustin and and Nate are doing Radio City early October. Why don't you Why don't you come out to New York a little earlier and catch those shows? Hmm. Maybe. And then do some shows. Yeah, I'll get you some spots. Hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot you uh, have a you have a whole thing. I, I do have a whole thing going on. <laughs> okay, so this is how we end this show. Okay, we we still have a little bit of time, but this this may take a, a minute. All right. Yeah. So, I went on the computer and I looked <laughs> at Rolling Stones top ten summer songs, and listen, I I hate. Rolling Stone, but 
I I I may have gone up another level of how much I can't stand this fucking magazine oh, and okay. their so dumb lists. Like I do not like this list, and I, I, I am really, really curious to see what you guys think of this summer list. Okay, so these are the top ten. These are the top ten of all time. Top ten of all time summer songs. Okay, You're ready for number ten. I'm ready. The first Lay couple I don't think we have a problem with. As the list grows, okay. it's going to become more and more annoying. Here we go. Summer song number ten. Ramones, Rockaway Beach. I love it. Okay. Okay. It's one Great of my song. No, no one has a problem with that, right? Mm-hmm. Great song. It. it does make you think of the summer. I remember like summer song, gro- yeah. growing up, you know, barbecues, pool parties, you know, someone would throw them on a Ramones record. You know, this always makes you think about it. Radio stations would play it. Great summer song. Number nine. Can't argue with this one either. Beach Boys, California Girls. Oh, yeah. Yep. Can't. Happy to argue yeah, right. summer song. There, there was summer song band. There was there was the oh, early, yeah. early Beach Boys. Uh, this is before he kind of gets all crazy with uh, with pet sounds and sounds. It's it's fun. It's light. You, you know, yeah, you're, you're hanging out. You're drinking a lemonade, Anthony. Yeah. Okay. Well, even even. Did you? Why did you say it? I was gonna say. I mean, I, I was gonna say I love pet sounds, but if we're talking summer songs, talking summer songs. Having a that, good time. You can't, wearing you can't shorts. Top it. You can't tell. No, you can't. Uh, well, like even uh, well, even uh, um, even though you know, right after um, Pet Sounds, you had Good Vibrations, which I think is still oh, yeah. a perfect summer song too. That's even that's summer song. Yeah. Okay. Good Vibrations maybe could have topped, but I don't know. California. They also yeah, use California girls. They also use Good Vibrations in a Sunkiss commercial where people are at the beach drinking <laughs> Sunkiss, okay, uh, playing with a beach ball. So it. Maybe the visual kind of like subconsciously gets into your head about good vibrations. But California Girls also, David Lee Roth covered it in the summertime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Different song, but okay. Yeah, yeah, but he still, he did it that way. He he did do it that way. And and his, his video for California Girls is great. Okay. Number eight. I don't think we argue with this one either. Um, we go Alice Cooper schools out. Yep. Oh yeah, I used to always put that on the last day of school when I got home. I don't think you had to. I remember. So you guys were like New York guys, right? Yeah. Anthony. Yeah. Okay, you, you lived in New York for a while, you, and you went to high school out here. Yeah. I remember, like, like the last day of school, you know, you would listen to the WPLJ, and when they were oh, still playing yeah. rock, and they would WPLJ. all they would they would play this almost every hour. You know, schools out. I remember like leaving school, going into my friend's car, at, or someone would be playing this on a boombox. Like it was always on. You know, the, that that last day of school. It was. I mean, they, they must have played it on a loop. It seemed like. <laughs> okay, it's a great, great song. summer school. Great, great summer song. School's out. Number eight. So we're good. Ten through eight. I think number seven we're okay. Okay, uh, number seven, Eddie Cochran. Summertime Blues. Oh, yeah, okay. I know that one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Do the, can you do the riff on that a little bit? Do you know it? I don't know how to play it. Okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That was a good... That was, Adam, that's a good one, right? Yeah. Hey, so you have no problem with this. So, so far, I'm looking at the list, and I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy with this list. Number six. Number six. Now, this is supposed to be in order. The yeah, of, of greatness. W- w- right. So I'm like, holy shit, Summertime Blues, uh, California Girls. It, it, you know, what is this top top uh, five going to be like? Well, let's get to number six, because this is an ultimate summertime song. Martha and the Vandellas, Dancing in the Street. Yep. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, even the terrible Mick Jagger, David Bowie Which... version. Which might be a worse video than Billy Squire, <laughs> right? But they get they get away with it, right? And was it Dustin who someone did someone on this show say it was an excuse for Bowie with, to sleep with with uh, Jagger? Yeah, Jagger. <laughs> yeah. And there was there was some some credibility to that that claim. Okay, so I'm like, man, I can't wait to see what these next five are gonna be. 
These are the best of all time. We're talking since we've been writing music and ranking yeah. songs. Top okay? five best summer songs all time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are we leaving anything out? I mean, what's 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 the Giants going to be? What's going to be the Mount Rushmore? Well, let's get to number five. Uh, Little Nas X, Old Town Road. Hmm. Okay. Well, now that was a big hit. It was a so, big hit. Somebody like you, Jeff, should appreciate what a gigantic hit this was, coming from an unknown artist. Okay, and I'm, and, and I'm not going to shit on it, because it was a big hit. Even I knew it. If I, if it's, and it's not geared for me. Okay, it clearly is not geared for me on so many levels. Okay, but yeah. I know the song. I'll accept it. I don't think it's better than some of these songs that no. are left out. I didn't know it was a summer song. It just came out in the summer? Is that what? It's uh, it supposed to be like the song of the summer. There's a, the, some radio stations, some the, someone like fucking Rolling Stone will deem it the the song of the summer. Okay. This is going to be so the now, song of the summer. So we've transitioned out of songs that reference the fact that it's summer. And now it's That's just right. songs that came out and were gigantic hits over a summer. Like, I'm going to give you a big summertime song that is not on the top 10 here. And I remember this was deemed the song of the summer. Remember Blurred Lines? Yes. Yep. Alan Thicke. That was a big uh, hit. Oh, oh, yeah, Robin Thicke, Alan Thicke, yes. Robin Thicke and Pharrell. <laughs> it's a great song. I mean, listen, it, Creepy I, could lyrics. Write, I could write a great song if I just took, you know, Marvin Gaye's songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a song uh, coming out, actually, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, you do. it's cool. Yeah, it's called um, "What's Going On Around Here." <laughs> okay, <laughs> I see. It's not the same song. It's, it's like a mashup of "What's Going On" and the Counting and Crows song uh, "Round Round Here." here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I just mashed up. Great. Made, yeah, it, I got that coming out. Okay, but so I'm cool with that. It's the next four. Okay, but wait till we get to the top three. That's okay. So number four, I. I will even give you number four. This is Louis Fonse featuring Justin Bieber and Yankee Daddy Desperado. Or De oh, it Desperado. I did not like that song, but it was huge when huge. it came out. Huge. Oh, my so, God. That's why I'm not shitting on it. And I'm like, it was big. This, and this is how you know it's big. Because it's all over the radio during the summertime. And then at the end of the summer, they used to do the uh, MTV Music Awards. Okay. Or well, some, some stupid MTV award show. Okay. Yeah. And I remember this was like the big get. Like this was like the song that was kicking off Man. the awards. Like every, this was everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so I understand. Like, listen, you want you want to have a little inclusion, and you had like the old old timers songs in there, and you want to put some new stuff in there. But this this is where I fucking blow a gasket. The top three. These are these are the all top time. three all time. all time all time best summer songs. Now, if you two don't know this this artist, then then the, then this is already a bogus. List. Do you guys know Sail Mail? Heat Wave, not the Martha and the Vandellas cover. Wait, heat Wave, Snail Mail. Like yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Snail Mail. Uh, I think in a, it's a uh, an indie indie uh, band or indie singer. I just don't know this song though. Well, I don't know it. The, the, okay, so I didn't know it either, and I played it. And this could be one of the worst pieces of shit I have ever. <laughs> this is. What's I, the name no, of the song? You got it. It's called Snail Mail Heat Wave. It is, I thought maybe that covering, you know, uh, an updated version of the great Martha and the Vandellas Heat Wave. Everyone covered uh, Heat Wave. Great, great song. It is not that at all. <laughs> no, no, it's better. Wet Leg. Wet wow. Leg. Wow. <laughs> and you do not better. enjoy Wet Leg. I do not enjoy Wet Leg. I, I yeah, right. I have. I do not have a soft spot in my heart for wet leg. I don't like wet leg. I'm trying right. to listen to it in one ear right now, since we can't this, play it on the show. Yeah, this I, is. I want to get an idea of how bad it is. Are you are you doing the same thing, Adam? <laughs> no, I just know. I I'm I'm looking it up right now. It's uh it's from 2018. So is... I I don't hate it so far. The vocals just came in. 
it it doesn't sound like a I wouldn't think of summer. It doesn't have no. a summer sound about it. It has a shit sound. This is terrible. This kind is of a so ballad. bad. It shouldn't be that this is a number three angry of all about it. time. I number I would say you're correct in, in being upset at this being. Thank it's you. It's a fine song. I would probably listen to this. I, I'm gonna listen to the whole thing. Oh, the drums just kicked in. Okay. You know what? Okay. I'm liking it now. The drums kicked in. They got a little guitar thing happening. <laughs> it's not a summer song. It's not a summer song. Summer song is it's light. A good, it's okay, airy. Stop it's it. fun. It's okay. a good song. Not a summer song. I'm going to disagree oh. that it's a that it's a summer song. Definitely not top three of all time. I'm going to say that. Okay. Number two. In my feelings, Drake. Oh, I don't like Drake. Neither do I. I mean, this guy is just, you know what? He's almost like a mumble rapper. He, dro <laughs> he drones. He, does, he, he doesn't have a particularly good voice. I hate his style. Again, I know this isn't geared for me. But yeah. when you're talking all time, all, all time, time, I don't see right. it. Since the 50s, where they're starting to chart records, this is the number two all time song. Nah. And then, then the last one. What do we got here? This is a rough one. <laughs> yeah. This, and of course, it's going to be a collaboration where none of these people even wrote the song. Um, they're, they're, it's, a, it's a remake of the song, I Like It. I okay? Like It. Yes. And it's done by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and Jay Balvin. I don't even know the song. So there's Look, an yeah. I don't know the original or the You'll remake. You'll know the original the yeah. second you hear it. Look it up. I like it. Yes. Who does the original? Oh, I guess I'm looking up this this Yeah, just look up I, I like it. As like soon as you it. hear the opening riff. Cardi B. Okay. Right. You will know the song I like it. You'll know it immediately. But of course, it has to be sampled and then Cardi B kicks it off and she's just the worst. Okay, and <laughs> you don't, you don't no, like it. it's it's just garbage, man. It's just garbage. Like I rather I rather hear a song by Jay Balvin like Feels. I think Feels is a great summer song. Oh, I like it like that. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think Pharrell is is is, is like a genius Pharrell's when it comes great. to right. Did he do this? No, this is Jay Balvin. Um, do you know you know you know the original man? I know the original. Right. I probably heard this. I I don't think that the sample fits with what I'm hearing. The I like it like that stuff doesn't fit with but, these vocals to me. But how is this the number number one, one summer song of all time? Rolling Stones. You done goofed. You done goofed. I don't. If me and Anthony, no. If me and Anthony are agreeing on it. I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't love it, but you know, I've, I'm, I'm also, I'm not the audience for uh, a lot of, pretty much every artist that is on that collaboration. I'm not the target demographic, I don't think. Listen, I didn't think I would be on the, on the, uh, on the collaboration of Feels, but I think somehow it works. Calvin, who was it? Calvin Harris, Jay Balvin, right? Uh, yeah. Katy Perry and Pharrell. And that, that that song I can never get enough of. That's a great, great song. That should have been up on the top ten. Yeah. It is interesting how strong that list started out and how like just baffling some of those choices were at the end. Exactly. Now you want it now you want again, you want to have inclu inclusive of, and like you know, with a younger generation, you want to span multiple decades. I get it. And I would put this like, you know, in the back half of the list. Nothing from the nineties on there, I don't think. Uh, in the 90s, no. You're either going, let's see, Ramon's 70s, Beach Boy's 60s, Alice Cooper's 70s, Eddie Cochran is, that's 50s. 50s. Martha and the Vandellas is uh, 60s. And then everything in the 2000s. Hmm. Just skipping out. Nobody wrote a single summer song in the 90s. No. All of the 90s. Didn't the happen. 80s and 90s. No one wrote a good summer song. It snowed from the end of 1989 <laughs> until the year 2000. But these are the, these were the top ten. This was the top ten. Pretty right, weak. This, pretty weak. Rolling Stone. Pretty weak is right. All right, guys. That is 
Dustin's vinyl uh, for it. the week with without Dustin uh, Chapin, who will be back next week. Uh, this was fun sitting in with you guys. Yeah, I had a good yeah. time. Yeah, um, we will catch you back, guys, back uh, next week. Continue to to subscribe and and follow us and uh, give us some comments, man. What what do you want to hear? What do you want us to talk about? Uh, we're more than happy to to oblige. Uh, other than that, guys, everyone have a great week, and we will see you next week with Dustin on Dustin's Vinyl. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>